escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up this afternoon, banks fear election-related spending and budget overruns could result in interest rate surge next year and affect deposit mobilization. Also coming up, city stability, inflation, and Ghana's IMF program dominates last round of Bank of Ghana's Monetary Policy Committee meeting for the year. Plus, all is set for the Ecobank Joinies Habitat Fair, which starts today at the Accra International Conference Center. My name is Daryl Kwao. Thanks for being with us. Details coming up. My name is Daryl Kwao. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. First up, banks are worried that interest rates could be going up further next year, whilst deposit mobilization.
banks were worried that if government goes into next year spending more than what it has budgeted, as well as unplanned expenditure in the area of elections, that would not be good for the banking sector. They were also worried about the actions of government and how that could impact on investment and possibly deplete their deposits. On the possibility of government missing the 2024 revenue target, as well as the high budget deficit, the banks noted that that could result in government borrowing more to finance deficit. The development could end up crowding out the private sector. The banks in their report also fear that unemployment levels could be going up further if government is not able to raise the required revenue to finance its operations. For some, maintaining strict fiscal discipline going into next year will be needed badly to support the banking sector and the entire economy. The Ghana City inflation-related pressures and Ghana's IMF program, these are some of the issues dominating the last round of the Bank of Ghana's Monetary Policy Committee meetings for this year. The engagement, which began on Wednesday, is aimed at reviewing the economy and the policy rate, which will impact on cost of credit in the country. The policy rate currently stands at 30%. The Monetary Policy Committee meeting is expected to end tomorrow, Friday, with an announcement of a new rate on Monday, November 27. Some financial analysts engaged by Joy Business have made a strong case for the policy rate to be maintained at the current 30%. Now, Director General of the Internal Audit Agency, Dr. Eric Odorosai, is urging internal auditors to take interest in the 2024 budget to provide support in sealing leakages. According to him, this will help in economic recovery. Dr. Odorosai was speaking to Joy Business after addressing the 2023 Board and Chief Executive Governance Workshop of the Institute of Internal Auditors in Accra. Ghana has adopted international private sector accounting standards. The Institute of Internal Auditors Global in Ghana are leading a change towards ensuring that there is a new global internal audit standards. We are professionalizing the internal audit practice in Ghana, and IIA is leading the charge. I pray that they continue along the tangent. But media, I invite you to also take an interest in internal audit and build your capacities in internal audit so you'll be able to tell the internal audit story better as a country if we will be able to reposition and capacitate internal auditors so that they will be the gatekeepers and will rather use the preventive approach to corruption, we'll be able to reduce corruption, channel resources into national level development. As far as the 2024 budget is concerned, there is a lot of space in there for businesses and internal auditors to be able to support Ghana to recover. At the moment, we have internal auditors leading the charge as far as reporting on the implementation of the National Anti-Corruption Action Plan is concerned. At the moment, government is introducing business regulatory bills. All these things require internal auditors to be at the forefront. By the end of this forum, board members will know that their role is to provide policy direction. Chief executives will know their role is to implement approved decisions of the board. Chief audit executives will also know that they are the eyes and ears of management on the ground. The role of Institute of Internal Auditors is to make sure that we have professionally qualified chief audit executives in all institutions across both the private and public sector so we'll be able to support the state to develop. Meanwhile, President of the Institute of Internal Auditors, Joseph Dakura Sumasigi, highlighted the need to equip board members and top management of organizations at a time the world is experiencing changes in governance and technology. Obvious to all of us that in Ghana, we've witnessed a lot of changes 
in various spheres within a few years. And not just that, looking into the future, we still see a lot of changes that are on the way. All of us are hearing about AI, artificial intelligence. We're all hearing about uh, ESG, that's environment, social and governance. The fact that there are environmental concerns, there are governance concerns all around the world that are driving how and where people invest their money. We sit in Ghana or in Africa for that matter, we don't have money of our own. Whatever we use, we borrow it from elsewhere. And who decides the people that finance all these things that we do here, they consider the things that people are interested in. What are the things that the world is interested in? And if we sit here and we are not looking out for the changes that are coming and positioning ourselves to benefit from them or to at least continue to survive, then we would have done nothing. And as an institute, instead of internal auditors, we're supposed to be helping the country. So we thought that our contribution in this area is to have a forum themed as such and then guide discussions so that together we'll be able to come out of here with some recommendations that organizations will be guided by. Now, Head of Department at Gimpa Faculty of Law, Lom Nuku Alija, has called for a more competitive process in the tendering and procurement of power solutions in the energy sector. According to him, lack of a competitive process has the possibility of making energy transmission more expensive with consu the consumer bearing the brunt. He spoke to Joy Business at the launch of his book, Ghana Energy Law and Policy Electricity, where he explores the legal and regulatory framework governing the energy sector with a focus on electricity. Spare capita consumption at peak demand for electricity is currently less than 4,000 megawatts. This is relatively low compared to other developing countries. Increasing access to electricity, especially for industry, is a necessity to drive economic growth. Also, procurement processes have been surrounded with a lot of controversy. In his book, Ghana Energy Law and Policy, Electricity, Lom Nuku Ahlija, details a comprehensive and well-researched exploration of the legal and regulatory framework governing the energy sector with a focus on electricity. He spoke to Joy Business. The book, as I mentioned, it's, uh, the energy sector is one of those sectors that is heavily regulated, um, very intricate. There are many dimensions of it. And so I think that putting together this book enables us to have clarity. So I've tried as much as possible to write in very simple, straightforward language, uh, breaking down the various components of the energy sector so anybody who picks up the book can read and understand how the sector works and how it impacts our lives. He called for a competitive process in the procurement system to enable varied solutions and competitive pricing in the energy sector. How we procure power today, we don't have a competitive process actually for uh, uh, procuring power. So essentially what we've done over the years is for developers to approach with proposals and different uh, off-takers, mainly ECG, signs on to these agreements and based on whatever terms are agreed, eventually the cost is passed on to consumers. But if we did have a more competitive process which enabled um, different solutions to be provided to meet particular needs in the energy sector, I believe we'll have more uh, efficient power plants, we'll have more competitive pricing and many other things. And so when anybody picks up this book, I believe they'll have all these uh, things covered. Former Chief Executive Officer of the Volta River Authority, Engineer Kirk Kofi, called for the utilization of excess generation to drive industrial growth. And as I said in my, my, my review, um, 
the per capita consumption of electricity in our part of the world is still low. It has to go up with more industries, more utilization of electricity, and that will help uh, um, move us from the, the, the class we have as a developing country to a developed country. Now, close to 70% of Ghanaians are considered to be financially stressed, while two out of three Ghanaians have no retirement or contingency plans. This is according to the Old Mutual Financial Services Monitor, an annual survey into the financial behaviors of Ghanaians. Speaking at the launch of the survey, Group Chief Executive of Old Mutual Ghana, Tavona Biza, explained that tailored financial products coupled with a deliberate plan will be needed to whip up interest in retirement. According to the survey, 64% of the Ghanaian working population are considerably financially stressed, with 72% of this number found among the lower income group. Also, about 40% of Ghanaians have the burden of supporting both children and adults dependent. The report also stated that almost 50% of Ghanaians are engaged in auxiliary jobs to support upkeep, while one out of three respondents say they are saving towards retirement. Vuyokazi Madube, Head of Knowledge and Insights at Old Mutual, has been speaking on the sidelines of the launch of the Old Mutual Financial Services Monitor, which is an annual study into the financial behaviours of Ghanaians. The first is that people are incredibly financially stressed in Ghana. People's income has not changed or gotten less in the last year and a bit. Um, so 78% of people are saying that their income has stayed the same or actually reduced, which means they have less less money in real terms. And then finally, we see 61% of people in Ghana dipping into their savings every single month to make ends meet, which tells you yet again that there is a very real challenge from a money and, and access to money and access to to funds to be able to make ends meet. Responding to the findings of the report, economist and lecturer at the University of Ghana, Dr. Patrick Assuming, called for deepening awareness in the formalization of the informal economy. People don't really understand the benefits of the formalization. So I think some education, general education about for small businesses about the importance and the benefits will help. But like I also spoke about, I think making the process simpler and easier, easier to manage by small businesses. Because, um, you know, if, 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 a, if, a, if, a, if a sole proprietor has to leave their business behind for even an hour, just so that they can go and sort out the registration process, that can be a huge disincentive for registering. Chief Executive Officer of Old Mutual Life Assurance, Tavon Biza, stated that Old Mutual is committed to providing tailored retirement solutions for customers. So the products help because firstly they help you to plan adequately for that retirement so that when it gets there you actually have enough money. And then after you get to retirement, because you know even when you look uh, at our own Ghanaian market, we have our tier 3s. Right, and our tier twos. What what tends to happen is that people take their lump sum and they want to use all of it to start a business or to chop or do certain things, right? But what we are saying is that if you give us a certain proportion of that money, you can try a business with the rest, so you can give us fifty percent, fifty percent try a business, but with this fifty percent that you've given us, you know that for the rest of your life and even if you do pass on, for the rest of your spouse's life you know, they'll actually be adequately taken care of. 
Old Mutual is one of Ghana's top 10 leading financial institutions with an innovative record in offering the best in insurance services and has since produced the Old Mutual Financial Services Monitor. The Monitor is an annual study into the financial behaviors of Africans with a key focus on the economic outlook and its impact on society. Now, Minister of Employment, Labor Relations and Pensions, Ignatius Balfour, was asked. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Leave its comfort zone and intensify public education to enroll more informal sector workers onto the SNICs. The SNED scheme. Now, speaking at the launch of the 2023 SNED Mobile Service Week in Sunyane, the minister says such a drive would not only keep SNED in business, but also allow the self-employed to ensure their incomes in return for a decent pension in retirement. Precious Semivo has more. Ahead of the launch of the 2023 Senate Mobile Service Week in Sunyai, some beneficiaries, including a young man who has been receiving a monthly pension since age 29 after being declared unfit to work, shared their experiences since they joined the pension scheme. Bono Regional Minister Justina Osubanahini, at the awareness creation with the informal sector workers, appealed to women who formed the majority to take the lead and take advantage of the self-employed enrollment drive from Senate to reduce their children's burden in the future. Director General of Senate Dr. John Oforitin-Crane called on the young ones to contribute to the scheme to benefit beyond the contingent claims. In addition to the old age pension that we pay you, we, unlike the other pension schemes, we pay two contingent claims. The first one is that we give you life insurance. The same thing with invalidity. You will agree with me that the older you get, the higher the probability that you are going to claim on these contingent claims. If you go for private life insurance, the premium for a 45 or 50-year-old person is very high compared to the premium for a 20-year-old. So that is why there is an age limit where you can join SNIT because when you come and join SNIT, we do not do any underwriting. We just take you as you are. We don't ask you to go to the hospital to check your health and so on and so forth. So you can imagine that if we were to take on 55-year-olds and 57-year-olds, the risk profile will increase dramatically. That is why if you are young, between the ages of 15 and 45, today and start making your contributions. Minister for Employment, Labor Relations and Pensions Ignatius Bafoua urged Senate to leave their comfort zones to ensure more self-employed people ensure their incomes for a decent pension in retirement. When we were putting the first pension act, it was mandatory. They were the only pension institution in Ghana. But since the passage of Act 766, there are multiple number of pension schemes. So if you do not go out there, others will go out there and then you'll be played out of business. So I like the way that uh, SNIT is responding to the core. Otherwise, if they are not very careful, they'll be played out of business. There are about over 10 million Ghanaians who are working. Only 2 million or slightly less are on one form of pension or the other. And most of these people are persons who are already working within the formal economy. So if you want to grow and you do not penetrate into the informal economy, how do you grow? Others will take advantage, expand their tentacles over there and overtake you. So uh, SNIT, whether they like it or not, they will have to move out of their comfort zone and take 
charge of this huge market opportunity which exists. The mobile service week is under the theme, Choose Your Tomorrow, Sign Up for Seed from Senate Today. Precious Semevo, Joy Business, Sunyai. And you're watching the marketplace. We want to take you right now to the Accra International Conference Center, where the much-anticipated Ecobank Joint Needs Hybrid Fair um, has kick-started. The program will assemble players in the housing and mortgage sector to provide solutions for patrons. Joining us is Jacqueline Smyer West. Therefore, as Jacqueline, what is the bus there ahead of the official opening? Okay, Daryl, so um, as I've been saying, this is the 14th edition of the um, Ecobank Joy News um, Habitats Fair, and uh, patrons have been um, trooping in. I'm currently here with um, the Lands Commission, and they're the newbies on board this year. Um, most people are expectant of the services that they will be providing this year. So I'm here um, with one of the reps from there. Hello, can you tell me your name? My name is Mariam from the Communications Unit Head Office. Okay, all right. Now, a lot of people are excited to have you on board this year, considering a lot of questions that they have. What are the services that you're providing this year? We provide a lot of services, but we are here to give advices and then also introduce them to our new online services. You can now do your searches online without even coming to the commission. Just log on to onlineservices.lc.gov.gh, and then from the comfort of your homes, you can submit your site plan, and then your search will be done. You can track your, process, your progress of the search reports to online. We are also coming up with a new unit um, known as the Complaint and Advisory Center where people can call and then um, make inquiries and then also walk into the premises and then any questions they have, the questions will be solved. Okay, but what has been the reception so far? Um, you've been here since morning, it's noon now, and what has been the reception so far? So far, so good. People were trooping in with their questions and then they are getting a lot of answers. I'll just encourage everybody here to also come and then uh, make inquiries on anything you want to know about your land issue. We are, we'll be glad to if, help. If anyone has any issue with regards to land litigation, can they also come? Because someone watching would be like, okay, so uh, there's this rampant issue of land litigation. I know Lands Commission is here. Should they also walk in here and ask you, you questions can about land? here and then we will answer your questions. Sometimes the land litigation doesn't emerge from the Lands Commission. People don't do their due diligence. But then as we are talking to them and then we are educating the public, they are getting it that you have to do a search before even you buy a land. When you identify a land, please come to the Lands Commission with a size plan and do a search before before you pay for the land and then you avoid these land litigations. Okay, before I leave you, your expectations for this year's jo um, Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair? Okay, I'm expecting a lot of things. I'm expecting that at the end of this um, Ecobank Habitat Fair, people will get to know that the Lands Commission don't sell lands. We don't sell lands. We help advise and then we manage the lands on behalf of government too. So we are just trying, expecting that at the end of this Habitat Fair, people will walk to the Lands Commission and do their due diligence before buying lands. Okay, all right, so that is the Lands Commission. And by the end of the day, you get to know a lot, just as how I know that um, Lands Commission doesn't sell land. Now, I am with Deng Limited. Hello, madam, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Okay, you are a first-time exhibitor. Exactly so. What are your expectations? We are expecting that we'll have more people at the fairgrounds to our booth so that we'll be able to interact with them and tell them what we have in store for them when it comes to renewable energy. Okay, but what, what informed your decision to be part of the Joy News Habitat Fair? 
I would say it's basically the feedback we had on, on radio, people who had already been here for the fair, the feedback they gave and how successful it was informed our decision to be part of the fair this time. So as first-timers, we are already excited. We've had people visit our stands already. And yes, we are happy and expecting more people. Okay, what, what services are you providing for patrons today? Today we have um, our renewable energy products, solar to be precise. We have solar lighting for homes and um, for commercial purposes. We have irrigation pumps. We have um, solar water pumps as well for large farms and small farms and for homes. Portable drinking water, boreholes, we have pumps for all that. And then we also have discounts, our products for um, home systems. And then we have a solar training school we are also offering discounts on the fees for the solar training center as well okay all right i wish you all the best thank you okay so i have another exhibitor here agazi homes i hope i got the pronunciation correct yes that's right agazi homes okay um tell me more about agazi homes so we a development company with properties located in tema and airports we have two three four five bedroom houses and I would say the unique thing about us is the fact that we have very, very competitive prices, affordable prices, but the luxury is that of a highly priced property. Okay, so um, for the normal person... All right, and that's uh, what's happening right now at the Accra International Conference Center. We will be there at 2 o'clock for the official opening of the Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair. Let's bring you some more stories. The Minister of Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Dr. Kwekwe is calling for a collective effort from government institutions and countries under the Economic Community of West African States to combat climate change. According to him, it is important for farmers to adapt to the challenges brought about by climate change as government takes steps to mitigate its impact. He was speaking at the 5th Waskal Ministerial Conference meet Council meeting. The 5th Waskal Ministerial Council meeting is geared towards deepening the relationships among the country members at policy-making levels. It is being held under the theme Journey Towards Climate Resilience to Improve Livelihoods in West Africa and Building Sustainable Partnerships and Policies. Minister of Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Dr. Kwekwe Friye, who addressed the meeting called for collective efforts to combat and reduce the effect of climate change on the environment and farmers. We should be reminded as Africa players, both as Africa players, both state and non-state actors that our continent has been and is still being hit hard by climate change. Our collective efforts, therefore, to fight a common security threat will go a long way to win the battle against climate change. I've always advocated that since we are small, only a minuscule emitters, less than 4%, Maybe we should, the conventional wisdom out there is that we should not waste executive time discussing that and we should leave these issues to the global north and the emerging big economies like India and uh, China to deal with. But we have an enlightened self-interest. We suffer most. But we even have something to show to the rest of the world, even how to adapt. The other time, I just came from Abu, Abu Dhabi. 
and I told her that poor farmers in Africa are still investing in adaptation. I'm a cocoa farmer, and I know that even the habitats of poor farmers, they have adapted by using materials who can withstand the ravages of the climate. Head of Division of Climate Change at the German Federal Ministry of Education and Research, Dr. Carsten Hess, urged other institutions to support WASCA financially to reduce its reliance on the BMBF. WASCA's scientific and climate services should benefit all of its member countries. There's still great potential to develop such climate services. Second, Rascal is an urgent need of a solid financial basis that goes beyond the support from BMBF. All member countries must be aware that membership fees are paid. Additionally, third-party funds must be increased to reduce Rascal's dependence on BMBF funding. This challenge must be addressed by the coming new executive director. WASCAL is a body that aims to provide information and share knowledge at the local, national, and regional levels to West African member countries to cope with the adverse impact of climate change. And that's our program tonight. Thanks for watching, everyone. But there is more news on our website, myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Our top story is there. Government must walk the talk and not merely engage in rhetoric. Does the PwC also uh, producer price inflation falls to 9.6%? There you go. Those stories on myjoyonline.com forward slash business. My name is Daryl Kwa. Thanks for watching our program. We will be back same time tomorrow. viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.